Three to play. Welcome to We Talk Games. Welcome to Sports. Thing Sports and Sports, which combines the best of sports arcade games, the best of January, and the best of the mortuary. Sportuary. Only on We Talk Games Arcade Weekly. Check us out on the internet. This is Wiggly of We Talk Games on the Skype Pipe. We have, I was going to say, <laughs> we have Keith, the Robo Duke. Ahoy! Let's sports it up. We're all about the sport game. Mm. And on the other Skype Pipe, we got Chris Nikobun. Yo, do not skip leg day, thumb day, arm day, neck day, pinky day. A lot of days here. Don't skip them. Sports. <laughs> Pelvis day. Indeed. Well, who's our MC? I'm Milton. Oh, thanks, Milton. Milton emceeing the entire month of Sportuary. Sportuary, of course, created by Stinky the Game Masters. You can check out Stinky Scoreboard on Facebook, WTG Podcast. A scoreboard? Yeah. Each week he unveils a different game that we review, and ah, then yes. we see who wins. <laughs> okay, we're going to pick a play. Keith, what are we playing this week on We Talk Games? This week on We Talk Games, we are playing Newman Athletic, Newman Olympics? No, it's athletics. Gary Newman Athletics. (laughs) Gary Newman Athletics. You do Um, play the entire thing in a car. Yes. It's from 1993 by Namco. This is the evolution of track and field right here. You ain't kidding. In fact, isn't this interesting? For Sportswear, we're doing two Namco games, and we're going to do two Neo Geo games. Mm-hmm. So we're sticking with Neo Geo and Namcos. Nothing wrong with that. No. Would this be the spiritual successor to Metrocross? No, it would not. <laughs> if only, if only. Yeah. I could see the Metrocross existing in this same world, though. Yeah, if you go inside one of the buildings and yeah. and you go down a hallway in Newman Athletics. How is Newman spelled? It's not spelled N-E-W-M-A-N. No, it's N-U-M-A-N. And I don't know if this is some kind of like new humans, hence yeah. why, you know, they don't just do a long jump or a triple jump. They do a triple jump over a waterfall. Right. And that's where Gary Newman is supposed to be a new man. And so, in fact, he wanted to change his name from Gary Webb. I think that was his first name was Gary, though. Gary Webb. And he wanted an American sounding name or some such. I might have that part wrong, but he flipped through a phone book and he saw the name Newman, like uh, Alfred E. Newman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to think of the dead guy that makes the organic stuff. Paul Newman. Paul Newman. Yeah, Paul Newman. <laughs> Wait, wait, what's the, what's the song that they sing on the bicycle? <laughs> what? Uh, From Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Yeah. Oh, I've never. Oh, is that uh, Rain Keeps Falling on My Head? Raindrops keep falling on my head. That's why I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. So he found Newman, but he, then he wanted to make it, you know, be fucking futuristic. So he said N-U-M-A-N. And evidently... So did uh, Namco. Newman Athletics, which could be called Newman Olympics. To be fair, they probably should have consulted with uh, Sega because Sega was using that for one of the races in the Fantasy Star series by that point. Oh, really? Yeah. I've seen alternate spellings. Some 
translations went with the EU and later they went back to the U, but I don't know. Crossover, mashup. Anyway, back to Namco. Newman. Apparently, the name Newman Athletics, it's also the name of it in Japan as well. Yeah. Okay. The symbol pronunciation, Niyuman Asu Rechikusu. Oh, because you're doing athletics. Like throwing missiles. Sakushina. Let's talk about making mechanics of course track and field because this is a button masher. In fact, we almost got one button Wii Wii action because there are no joysticks. Unfortunately, there's three buttons. Mm-hmm. Just so like close. in track and field. Except track and field, the button layout was different. You'd have two buttons down below, which we'd flick your um, rubber band pencil across. Yes. And then you'd hit the red button on top to do your jumps, your actions, your javelin throws, your, your hammer throws, etc. On this one, the button to do your actions is right in the middle. So you can't cheat as easily without hitting that middle button. Do you think Lisa, that was the purpose of this? I'm going to say yes. When did uh, when did track and field come out? 1983 by uh, the now uh, not fan favorite Konami. Yeah. Well, of course, Konami. But that's when Konami was great. And exactly. everybody loved track and field. And everybody played that. And everybody broke the buttons. And you'd go in there and you're like, oh, my right button doesn't work. And everybody's <laughs> like, sucked. should I just do one button? I think one button I'm doing faster than both alternating. When I hit them both at the same time, it doesn't register. And all this and that. But I'll tell you what. Still, for my money, track and field, the Atari 2600, the VCS, because you can get the track and field breakout control boxes. And I have two of them. Yeah, be jealous. Be jealous. So is that like a controller with just the buttons on it? Yep, it's a blue controller, blue box, and it has the two white buttons and the one red button above it. And you can do just like you did in the arcade, except, of course, your sprites, you know, look a little less refined than they did in the original track and field. But that's awesome. Doesn't matter. It's still fun to play. Yeah. yeah. I think they're pretty coveted because they're actual arcade buttons. Yeah, you got that nice rebound to it. Just pops right back into place. Feels good. It feels good. Yeah. So that's probably the only making mechanics for it because this is going to be a futuristic one where you're going to do different things instead of a javelin toss. You're, of course, going to throw a missile yes. and different things like this. And as Keith mentioned, you do a triple jump, except that you're doing it over Niagara Falls for some reason. We'll talk about all the events, but I want to jump forward to a game that... Uh, did we mention Sega for any reason? I mentioned uh, they used the new oh, yeah. name themselves in the Fantasy Star series. It's one of the races. I knew I heard that something before. I guess I wasn't listening to my own show. But it really reminded me of a game that I loved for my Sega Saturn. And I had the Japanese version of this game. And when they released it in America, they fucking butchered it. But it was called Decathlete. It was Deck and then athlete and it was also known as athlete kings i think i'm not sure if that was america or maybe it's for some other system i'm not sure it could have been europe it was an arcade game as well but the reason that i hate it for america is because we still had the fucking censorship of something that was so cool in the game what was really cool about the game ready to rumble you had big weird looking heads yeah, and the main character had a giant afro. I mean, it was a silly, crazy oh, giant afro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in Decathlete, you had it. One of the characters had a giant afro, and it was so wonderful. It was so beautiful and so fun. It made the button mashing worth it. And you had fun characters. They weren't just plain. There were a guy that was like Mr. USA. There was a, a guy that was like Johnny Cage, I guess. And all these different types of interesting characters. When they bring the dude to America, he's got it cropped high and tight. This is ridiculous. Yeah, do they serious business everybody when they brought him over or just that guy? No, just him. I think that's more racist. If a person has an afro, he fucking has an afro. I had an afro when I was a teenager. I had a bozo. So it does that naturally. I had a bozo afro for a little while there because my mom wouldn't allow me to have long hair. So because I had a giant afro, I had to cut it up in the back to be way off my shoulders. So I just had this going out afro like fucking bozo to clown. I didn't appreciate that. I didn't look in the mirror. That was my problem. Yeah. Let's talk about Newman Athletics instead of the other games that we had mentioned. We talked about Running Man in, in Metro Cross, but Running Man, that had a, like an announcer that was all goofy and funny, right? It was... Um, yeah, it was like a game. It was a game show. It was uh, right. something to distract 
the populace from the fact that they were being oppressed, much like the Hunger Games. Right. The host was um, Richard Dawson, Kissy Dawson. That's right. And then, of course, we got... Smash TV. Smash TV, which also carried that on. I'll buy that for a dollar. And it also tied into RoboCop somehow, I think. All these games had that, and this has a little announcer as well. And you have Bunny Girls that are his... Bunny Girls? His assistants? Yeah, I guess his Vanna Whites or something. Yeah. Well, they kind of stand by the map. They show you that the map is there. So right. you know where the map is. Exactly. So you know where you're going. Map of the world. And the countries and the cities in the... I don't know. Do they mention countries or cities? Here's the thing. It doesn't really fucking matter because you don't even pay attention to where you it's are. countries. Oh, it is countries? countries? I think the only thing that really reminds you that you're in a country... Oh, no, wait, there's Paris, so you realize that you're there because you see the Eiffel Tower. Oh. And then there's the tundra where you throw the missiles, so that yeah, sort that of has some the, animals. Yeah, yeah. Missile tosses Africa because there's giraffes and shit. Yeah, it's right. Kenya. You toss missiles at animals. No, they're just hanging around. You're not trying to kill them. I, I know, but still, I mean, come on. Let's run down the games that we have here. Yeah, we got Turbo Dash. They throw you a bone here. It's just a bang on it, bang on it, bang on it. Anyone can pretty much beat this if they know how to just bang. You're not hitting the action button at all. You're just hitting the bang. It's pretty cool because as you start racing against an opponent, how many people could play this? That's the other thing. Four, four. I believe. Yeah. That, wow, that would be really cool to play this with four players. Up to four players simultaneously is the Turbo Dash, Newman Sniper, and the uh, Nonstop Rock Chop. We'll get, I mean, we'll get to those, but those are the three you play simultaneously. Okay, the other ones well, you take turns because yep. multiple rounds, just like you do in regular athletics. You get you know, two times to throw a javelin, three times to throw a hockey puck, two times to skeet, 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 and all that other type of thing. So here you have the same type of thing, and that's how it was in track and field too, except you didn't have four players. So four players would be incredibly fun. I only played as player number one, so I played as Sharon. Yep, Sharon LaHales, or La- however you say that, from France. She is from France. Although- oh, she was French? I thought she was Russian. I only played as her, too, because she is the default uh, player one slot. Yeah. Yep. You could also hit player two if you wanted to. Yeah, you could be Harry Boffin from the United States. There you go. Boffin. Simon Nakamura from Japan. Okay. Or Bongo Tembo from Uh-oh. Kenya. Yeah. That one. Uh, mm. That one's pushing it a bit. That's a bit of a collar tugger there. Yeah, you don't know. So this running one, what's it called again? Turbo Dash? Mm-hmm. The additional gimmick in here is, well, first of all, sparks will start flying off your sneakers and fire will shoot out them and some some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because you're, you're super-powered Animu characters. Exactly. But in back of you, all of a sudden, this drag racer starts uh, kicking out and yeah. rips out in front of you. And then as you head towards the finish line, you're running faster than the drag strip cars. I thought that was so cool that you're just running faster than the car. The peel-out sound effect at the beginning, puff of smoke as he goes off, and it's a nice little touch to make something that could have just been, oh, here's two people who are super fast running against each other. It's a nice little extra touch to put in there. Exactly. They're showing that you are actually a Newman. Yes. Let's uh, also mention here that this is a pixel game. It is not polys moving around or anything like that, so we're talking straight pixels, beautiful pixels. Some of Namco's best work, I think. Everything's fast and fluid. We'll talk about some of the mechanics. Mm, we will. I think two places were a little sketchy for me, but the rest of them I handled quite well. And we'll talk about one slug as well to find out how far we got. So what do we get after we get just the easy run-in? After the Turbo Dash easy run-in, we get the Interceptor round, which takes place in Russia, which is a firing range sort of game. You see the back of your character and there are missiles or, or lasers, I believe, being launched at you from the distance from a ship and you use the two outside buttons to move left and right and the middle one to shoot and there are four different positions the, the, the missiles will launch at you from and you have to move your guy back and forth and hit them before they blow you up and in the case of Sharon she gets her top blown off she does and she's <laughs> she's and she's sitting there and the Japanese girl like kneeling split leg like ah, covering herself up with her thong right up there butt cheeks sticking out her hair's blown up in the air and she she's I don't know, grabbing her boobs because we only see her back. Entertaining, shall we say. 
it's not obviously uh, super difficult. It's all about just being as fast as you possibly can. You get two rounds off of it. And the other people do get their clothes blown off as well. So we don't have any sort of, you know. Equal opportunity clothes blowing offers. Yes, yes. Well, that one I got through pretty easy. That one was And we have to mention that there is a metric for you to meet in order to progress to the next sport. Just like in other games that I had mentioned. What was that game where you traveled down pathways and fought a golem and all that? Um, If you put in another coin to try again, you can retry to low requirement. Exclamation point. Yeah, I think... In a lot of these games, like it might not even be possible to beat it on the first round. Yeah, that is definitely a thing. They set the scores on some of these events. One in particular, when we get to it, I'll mention so high. There's no way you're going to get it on the first round. Well, can I can I ask you if it's in France? That is one of them, but there's a second one as well for me that, like, there's the no way you can do it. France was yeah, the only one I had problems with. I made it through the entire game without having to put another coin in. Oh, wow. No, I had to do it on quite a few where I was like the Newman sniper one where like the faster you react, the higher your points are. And I'm like, how can you react fast enough to get 22,000 points in the first round is beyond me. That was one of the walls I ran into as well. It was I was there for a while. Yeah, I had to like retry three times until it was like, okay, get 17,000. Yeah, like, okay, that's the that. other thing. The uh, the lowered requirements, it only goes so low after <laughs> yeah. like three drops. It's like, oh, we can't do anything more for you. Right on. Get good. So we're in Interceptor where the fireballs come at you, as you mentioned, and you actually move your character back and forth and then hit yeah. the fire to fire thing. And did you mention a ship is firing these at you? Yeah, that there's a the ship dock. out on the water okay. shooting at you. Yeah. When you first see the light and you shoot a fireball at it, you could get like 500 points, 1,000 points, something like that. Crazy amount of points. It goes up pretty high. It's nice. I was able to hit some of those right when they uh, lit up. And it's pretty much luck because you can't tell really what direction they're going because they all come out of the middle. So what's the next sport? Because it's sports. The missile toss, which is in uh, Kenya. As you mentioned earlier, it's the javelin throw, basically. It is. Jam on your buttons really fast like the turbo dash to get a nice running start with the missile. Mm Mm-hmm. And hit the middle button to stop at the end of the line. And then your guy will start dipping the missile from high and start moving it down low, just like track and field. And Mm -hmm. hit the button at the angle you want to throw your missile at and launch it off into the Kenyan, uh, you know, uh, scare some lions or giraffes or something. It it was more savannah than... Savannah. That's one. Savannah, not Sahara. The Sahara doesn't have giraffes waiting to be murdered. (laughs) Yeah, that's the desert. That's the desert. Wrong S word. Sorry. And you get two tries on that. Just to start out, I'll say my one slug, I busted here. I always bust out the first time I ever play anything with the javelin because I really have to try to get the feel for it, for where I should be stopping to get a good angle on it. I always get up to speed, no problem. But sometimes I'll draw a fault by going over the stop line uh, on any track and field game. But on this one, I think I could have met the requirement what happened was I'm um, running, 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 and when I go to hit the action button, I hit it and my finger slips off, and of course that means that she threw the missile immediately, and it just goes way up in the air. And then, you know, I used to love doing that in track and feet. field for fun. Yeah, well, in track and field you could hit a, a bird or something. Yeah, I think you could actually. What was, what was that? Oh, I can't remember exactly how that it's happened. So it, long. Was I remember that an doing urban that with- myth? or something i don't know is there any take on the javelin thing that doesn't have you killing animals (laughs) (laughs) that's true maybe that's what this is about yeah there's you always you must always kill animals i just wish they had a dude like walking around there ow you hear you don't (laughs) see anything just ow how'd you all do on that the missiles it wasn't super hard, but I definitely had to have the distance lowered a little bit to ever be able to really hit it. Mm-hmm. I think it took me three or four tries to stick the angle properly. I kept coming in just short of where I needed it to be. Right on. I'm going to put my one slug here, although I did beat the game with without any problems. My second playthrough, I just crushed all my first playthrough scores. And even when I did fall, it was always in a place where you had the two or the three tries. So anyway, let's continue on. What happens after the missile? Then you have the the Newman Sniper, which is sort of set up like the uh, Interceptor level. Mm-hmm. This one's in Antarctica, where apparently there are giant sea monsters. Yes. And your three buttons correspond to the left, right, and center. And you have to react as quickly as possible to shoot the monsters as they pop out in one of these uh, three positions. It's basically whack-a-mole. It is whack-a-mole. However, it's set up like skeet. 
skeet, 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 except you only get one skeet shot. Yeah, so each time it pops up. The problem here is what throws you off, which didn't throw me off because I scored what I needed right away. See, I'm good at games like that. In fact, if you put a whack-a-mole in front of me, uh, you're going to be giving me tickets out the wazoo because my vision is so bad in such a way that I can see like everything at once, so I have no problem immediately hitting wherever I see a little bubble coming up. The thing that throws you off here is you don't get a series of three, five, seven skeet discs going up. It's one monster comes up, and then it says, ready. Then another monster comes up. So it breaks any type of momentum you might be able to get because either you hit the monster or you miss it, with one of the three three buttons and then it stops cold and it resets and says ready and then you wait for another monster to come up and that's yeah. the thing that i they're think very, makes they're, they're very cooperative monsters they are they like to just hang out for you to shoot at them yeah they're waiting for their turns they're like oh he didn't make it well i'm gonna pop out now i'm gonna get her this time i always got it because as soon as a bubble started boom it was off yeah, my reaction time is definitely not as as quick as yours, Wiggly, because I had to continue on this one as well to to get the score. Because this was as the one as I said, I feel like I couldn't react quick enough to get through it. But you've proven me wrong. I was like, is can anyone just get through this on the first try? That score no. is high. I spent quite a bit of time. Granted, there was a reason besides my reaction time, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> I'm gonna jump ahead and say that my highest on that was thirty seven thousand six hundred. Wow, that's about at least twice what I had. Yeah, at I least. Think, yeah, this is one of those games though. If you go through it again, you're kind of you're ready for everything. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like a cold like. Wait, what am I doing? Right, right, right. The original requirement for that was twenty two thousand. So yeah, mm-hmm. I beat it. You handily. Cre- you crushed it. Thirty seven. Yeah. Thirty seven something. I probably could get higher than that if I scored everything perfect. But yeah. um, I, I did. I did really well on that. I thought. So you, you hit monsters. I like that. I mean, th- these are completely not anything to do with olympics the one where you're shooting missiles with your own missile ball and this one here where you're shooting monsters with a fireball you have missile toss okay that's that's olympics you have uh, running that's olympics no hurdles in this one which was kind of unusual the next three are also not exactly olympic events as well well we got or copies of Olympic events, because the next one is, as I like to call it, the Suicide Express, but it's called the Versus Express, where it's you versus a train. Versus an express train. Yeah, in Japan. So I'm instantly reminded of the movie Suicide Club. Oh, yeesh. Yeah, but because um, once again, you are a Newman, so you are obviously superpowered more than human, and a, and a train comes at you. You get a nice little, like, red, yellow, three, two, one, here comes the train. And you, you hit that middle button in time to catch the train. Then you got to jam on the buttons as fast as you can to launch the train back. And the farther back you launch the train, uh, the higher your score. Why you've got the lights? Don't trust that red light. That red light is a bastard. You've got maybe a hair of a second before you're eating train. You can't uh, wait. No, you're supposed to wait. Yeah, what, after, after the red light? After the red light goes and the train starts coming at you, you wait till it's almost on top of you to hit the middle action button. That's the way that you can get your power meter up to the top and push the train back the furthest. But it is a very, very small window. It is. But that's the tip they even give you. And it, and it actually it works very well because I almost got the full power. I got a little little uh, pussy hair, as the kids Damn. say, <laughs> away from full power. Damn on the power. I don't, I don't care that much about the pussy hair. But. Hmm. Oh, thanks, Milton, for chiming in. Now, if anything, this episode has proven, Wiggly, that you're like you are the game master. Well, yeah, you, you you mash like a mo. That's that's <laughs> nutty. I like this type of Olympic style games. Sometimes I'm not too good at them, but this one I did I did pretty well. Yeah, and again, remember, kids, I'm playing with a joystick and a and a real joystick layout. So yeah, I think uh, that's definitely better for jamming on the buttons like mm-hmm. really really fast because That's... i was using a gamepad and doing the let me put my finger in the middle and swipe <sighs> back and forth real quick over the buttons gotcha i was doing I that didn't... like 
So I was twin tapping with my index and middle fingers, which got me by most of the time, but it usually took a few tries, especially to get the timing down. That's how I got through the train one. It was just trial and error, find that sweet spot for when to grab the train. You need the speed board with the NES controller in it. There you go. <laughs> it was like a little table uh, that you rest your hands on like a typewriter. Oh, you, okay. I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, you slid your NES controller in there, and then you would type on it like a typewriter with your index fingers. A game like this, you could tap on that with being able to drum it like a drum or something like that. Yeah, that's basically what I was doing. <laughs> right on. So after you have to battle the Shinkansen, you have uh, the Tower Topper. Ugh. You're in France, and what you have to do is you have a certain time limit to jump between two buildings, as yeah, you would in little- Castlevania or, or Shinobi or... Metroid. Metroid. Batman for the NES. Any fucking thing that you jump up between two things. Yeah, it's the, it's the wall jump event. Right. But in this one, the timing's a little queer, because you have to wait till they look up in order to get your real big huh! jump. Or else you just go, huh, 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 and sort of be going back and forth like a cat's cradle. You got to wait for your head to be right in the right direction and some sparks flying out your feet before you go, huh, and then if you wait a little bit too long, oh, I fell off the wall. Yeah. So this was the hardest one for me. So it sounds like you guys didn't do that poorly on it. Oh, no, this was my jam. This was, I killed this on the second try. Wow. Like, yeah, I needed that. <laughs> That was wow. me too. It was like my first continue on the second time. I was like, okay, I got this. But I mean, it also dropped our timer a little bit, so that made it easier as well. Yeah. I had to keep hitting continue on this the first time I played it. I was so pissed off. I was like, fuck, I just want to get to the last event. And I got the timer down, but it only went down to like 14 or 13, something like that. And I, I just couldn't even hit those. You have to wait until almost, like almost right before they fall to get the, mm-hmm. the biggest jump out of it because otherwise you're angled bad and and you and you go straight across rather than up exactly across and and once you get clear the tops of the buildings and you start seeing the eiffel tower in the background you think oh man i'm almost at the top and then i started you know hitting the buttons way too fast and then i lose yeah why me oh yeah i finally got oh yeah like she says that (laughs) (laughs) but the first time i i don't know how many quarters i had to plug in but second time i got past it the first time but Barely. That was by a pussy hair. That why me? (laughs) And the guy go continue. Like I'll that'll never leave my head. Yeah. So after the tower topper is the nonstop rock chop. Oh, that's right. So it's the second to the last. Okay. Yeah, which you know it's the test your might round. Except instead of one, you you just got to go as fast as you can and keep jamming on the side buttons to power up your meter and hit that center button to chop that. You don't even chop it. You just pulverize it. And if you don't have your meter all the way up and the rock falls down and you try to karate chop it, you will hurt your hand and go, ouch. And then you will have to try to power up again to break it. Your second you get a try. nice uh, like gong noise when you hit it and it doesn't break like a bell or something. If you miss it maybe three times around the first go, I think you will time out because i think that's like the most amounts of times you can miss a perfect chop or four yeah i I think i think that's how i blew the first round i got on the second but the first round i just i kept coming just short on the meter the one thing that kept me from really smashing the shit out of things was i got to this one part and i beat my score and then there was some type of sound and i thought i was done so i let go and i was like Wait, there's still four seconds left. So what you do is you, you pound on your power meter and then hit the middle button to throw a karate chop right at the apex of the amount of power you can get. And you don't have to wait for the rock to fall. You can just concentrate on getting the power meter, getting that up, and then hit the middle button, and the rock will automatically be there for you. So you can get some really high scores, and it's based on the amount of rocks you chop in half. You know, if you don't have any fun with it, just pay attention to the bars. Or keep an eye on it. Make sure you get it right when it reaches that top. I think you have to get like 20 of them yeah. or 22 of them, something like that. 20 under, first under, time, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. the first time, which didn't pass it the first time. So I, second, I, second was like 17. And the other thing is, don't worry about it, especially if you're playing the computer. Don't worry about the opponent. No. You, you'll be fine. Just go. Yeah. Just go. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, like I said, the, the running one and this one, you don't even have to look at the screen. Just fucking mash as quick as you can back and forth and not have any fun that reminded me of the bonus screens in the first fighting street there's two different bonus rounds one is you chop uh 
The karate shit where you put concrete with uh, little pieces of balsa wood in between them and then you yeah. chop through things, see how far down you can chop. So it reminded me yep. of that. And then just for your own information, the second bonus round in Fighting Street is these people are on each other's shoulders and are each holding boards that you break in half like karate. So I have to jump up and do a drop kick to the top boards and then you punch the lower ones or kick them, I can't remember. And you have to jump around to four or six different uh, men holding the things in this dojo. So after you chop rocks, you got to jump over. Uh, it's it's called the Niagara Jumps. Yes. But you're in, in Zambia? <laughs> I don't know. So I'm a little confused. I don't know if that was like an Americanized name for it. I think they were confused as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah ge- think- ge- geography is hard. <laughs> you've seen one big waterfall, you've seen them all. It could be Victoria, it could be... I don't know any other big waterfalls. I'm sorry. Yeah, and in this, it's another, you know, jam on the buttons on each side to run and then use the center button to jump. But it's the triple jump event. Exactly. But you're doing it across a waterfall. And the thing about this triple jump event is that you don't want to jump immediately after your foot touches down off the first jump or the second jump. You want to wait a little while to skid with your new man uh, abilities and then press jump a little while in before you fault out. Yeah, or you're going to fall in the drink and you're going over those falls. Right. So you guys, had a pro- you guys had a problem with this. I had a problem with the first time, too. And then I realized, oh, wait, start jumping where the line is supposed to be. You wait to jump until you're a little bit in the water, and then you give it the jump. Once you land there, you wait for a skid. You wait for it, man. You wait for it. And then you hit your button. Then you wait for it again. And then you hit your final one, and you're finally across the falls. Because the first time I kept going in the falls so many times, it was very annoying. And that was because I was trying to not get a fault by going over the line. The worst is when you you make all the hops, but then you come up short of the land on the other side. You don't even make the line. You just make the last hair of falls. And you're Uh just like, well... This is my life now. I, I I couldn't get past it. What? I, I didn't. I actually have just realized I never finished that event. I spent like 20, 30 minutes on it, but I got it. Yeah, I like I got like a little bit into the water, but mm-hmm. obviously not far enough on my initial run. I just gave up. I was yeah. like, like, I can't just sit here and keep. I can't do this. It's one of those things where you really have to get the feel for where you can and can't be and then be Yeah, and, and I, I, be I didn't have it in yeah. me. Didn't have it in me to get past it so I could see Sharon in a fancy dress. You are, tr- you are not a true Newman, Keith. <laughs> nope. Nor are you an, an athletics. <laughs> no, I am not, sir. It's pretty sad because then they announced the winner of the Newman athletics and because you're only a one player, it's just you. They don't even bother to put silver or, or bronze. It's just you standing there. <laughs> With the two bunny women, and as Keith mentioned, a big sparkly things come down around Sharon, and now she's in a pink dress to marry the beast, I guess. Yep, and, and uh, they all flowers. they all get a drink too. They all yeah. have a, a drink in their hand when they win, which is pretty awesome. After put up with that, I needed a drink too. <laughs> Did anyone happen to write down their bests in everything? No, actually, no. Oh. the the only thing I made it on the best board for was the uh, dash at the beginning the other rest was just a mess i think i made it for like the first two events i think i may have gotten to the to the board and actually broken the high score oh but i was constantly was... <laughs> oh <laughs> once sure I... you were you're well, the master well remember i okay so i think oh, let's blame it on the joystick so sure let yeah s- let's talk about controls you had the joystick yeah. i had an xbox controller and uh kids if you're setting up your controls make sure you go in and manually make sure the buttons on the right buttons. Because as mine was set up by default, yeah. my left button was on the A button. On the Xbox controller, that's the bottom button. The inside left button was my right button, and my center button was the B button on the outside right. So oh. basically, I had to turn the controller about 110 degrees, and it kind of worked for me. But it took me a little while to figure that out. And I, you know, I could have just stopped the game and reset it but no i basically pounded through that way but again once i turned it it worked fine since i was just using my fingertips but yeah check your settings Mm -hmm. keith do you have any controller uh, advice 
I used a PlayStation 4 controller, and I'd say, you know, instead of doing, like I said, doing the two-finger tappy, what you do on a PlayStation, since, like, the buttons aren't super high up or anything, you can just put your finger between the two buttons and uh, just slide your finger back and forth. And that way you can do it the best. The only problem then is, is moving your finger off that. I, I actually would rub with one finger and have the other finger on the third button and, th- and then jam on that button as soon as, you know, the meter reached the top. I also played this arcade game. Coolly fun, fun EO. Yeah, I think it's a super fun game. It's very colorful, which is one of my favorite things to see in a game. Is just yeah. all sorts of crazy, wacky colors. It's got the nice anime Japanese look to it, which is really nice. 90s uh, anime kind mm-hmm. of look to it, definitely. It makes me think of watching, you know, stuff like Project Aiko and Dirty Pair and stuff like that. There you like go. That. That's all mm-hmm. I know. Well, that's the good stuff, Bubblegum Crisis. Exactly. Yeah, oh, Bubblegum yeah, Crisis. You know which one I liked? It was only one shot. Call Me Tonight, it was called. Call Me Tonight. Starts out with a guy with a Kleenex box, so you know where that's going. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so he's calling a, a, a sex line that helps you out. Yeah, helps you Relax. Blow, blow off some steam. Yeah. Every time he gets too excited, he turns into a giant monster, you see. So this girl thinks that's hilarious. She goes and they meet up. I don't know why, because this was before subtitles. Remember, some VHS yeah. when I was, you know, younger. So she just goes all around town trying to rub up against him and showing him a little bit of leg and everything. Nothing's overtly sexual. And then he gets excited and, of course, has a nosebleed, and then he turns into a different type of giant monster. And I think that's it. <laughs> uh, see, that Call makes me, me think of my 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 which was uh, another one that probably had a weird translation issues into English, where this woman was basically like a sex consultant. Okay. Like she would go around oh, and help yeah. people with like weird sex that. problems. And one of the guys on the, the VHS that came out in America, which, you know, I'm sure we paid $30 for two episodes of yeah. the show. Uh-huh. Or they tried to make it look like, oh, it's a double feature movie for 30. <laughs> anyway, uh, a guy would like turn to stone anytime he got near women or a woman would touch him. He would just turn to stone. I see. Because he was so nervous and she had to, you know help him out but she had like the big poofy like 80s 90s anime hair and everything and this game's got that style i like it well for everyone playing at home go get a pencil and pad and i will tell you my high score so that you can beat me because i only played this game twice once to lose and then the second time i did a lot better at it but i'm definitely going to go back to this game and try to get the highest scores i can so go get a pencil and paper and i'll wait Okay, are you back? Here we go. Turbo Dash. The best I did in Turbo Dash is 10 inches 50, I guess. I don't know. Why, I don't know why. Uh, is speed it in seconds? It's the inches symbol. Does that mean minutes, seconds? I don't think that, it does. That, that can be used to denote minutes and seconds. Oh, it can? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to just say it's 10 inches 50. Uh, Interceptor, 11,140. <laughs> That's the one with the boat. For the missile toss, the furthest I got, which I was a little disappointed with, I think I could have done the highest you can do, but I, I blew it. So uh, 386.9. For the human sniper, Newman sniper. The monster sniper. <laughs> yes. 37,600. For the Versus Express, which I fucking love that. Got 92 meters, 26. Tower Topper, which I hate, 13. Oh, damn. I got that under 12. Yeah, I know. I sucked. That's the only thing I'm taking home with me is that, that performance there. You yeah. got him on that one. 1157, Not- I think, was my best on that. Wow. I think 13 was the limit. I don't think I had to start that over. Well, anyway, who the fuck cares? Try to beat that. <laughs> Non-stop rock top. Only got 25 points. I thought that the game was over. I could have got more. <laughs> On the Niagara jumps, which happened in Niagara. Yeah, in Zambia. Nicaragua. Is that what they meant? Niagara, Nicaragua Falls. <laughs> is Nicaragua in Zimba- Zambia? Where where did you say it takes place? Zambia, which is okay. a country, though. Yes. Yeah, that's in Africa. But like, Victoria Falls is in Africa, but I don't think it's in... Maybe it is in Zambia. I don't know where Zambia is. Maybe they meant Fantasy Island. 
There were no planes there, though. Oh, no, there wasn't. And then you, that's no shortfall to no Ricardo Montalban. Uh, and Hervé Villachance. Instead, yeah, instead of hitting a bird with a javelin, you should have hit an airplane with a, the missile toss. Yeah, there you, we go. You were on to something, though. Zambia in southern Africa is a landlocked country of rugged terrain, blah, 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 blah. On its border with Zimbabwe is famed Victoria Falls. Oh, I paid attention in eighth grade geography, everyone. <laughs> so it should have been the Victoria Falls jump. But well, they're like, ah, Americans are dumb. We got to call it Niagara, the one they have. There's not enough space to fit Victorian Falls. We just made it with nonstop rock chop. <laughs> Ni- Niagara jumps, I only got... 59 meters 20. So there's the scores to beat. See what you can do. Yeah, I took them down. I'm gonna, I am gonna. think I'm going to have to go back and see if I can beat some of your scores. I think you can. I'd go back if I had proper arcade controller, big buttons. Yeah. I might be able to at least manage a couple of them. Don't you have any fighting sticks from your old systems? Not currently, actually. I thought I did. I had a 360 one for a while, but I believe uh, that has been sold. I'm, I'm a console heathen. I've always have said in arcades, like, if I had a gamepad, I'd kick your ass, but I'm terrible with joysticks. Oh. I'm much better with a gamepad. I'm hit or miss. It depends on the game. Yeah. Tekken, God, no. Tekken is one that I used a big stick with because that's the only way I could do all of King's moves if I had those big PlayStation buttons in front of me. Yeah, with, I think a joystick having that, actually, for doing rotations and stuff, it's a lot easier. Well, to be fair, in tech, and I play Eddie Gordo, so that's just like, just dance over the buttons and see what happens. Something's going to fall over eventually. <laughs> just, click, click, just keep on hitting those kick buttons and see what happens. All yeah. the buttons are kick buttons with him. Just go. Jam on those buttons. Actually, now that I think about it, tech with the joystick, I'm better with. Yeah, and to be fair, if you actually have any sense of capoeira rhythm, you can kind of get a good flow going with them mm-hmm. without being super cheap. Only very cheap. I'm not allowed to talk. I like Wow Rang. You lost me if you go past Tekken 2. That's okay. then I, don't Bayek. Know. I like Bayek. Bake, bake. I was only good at King and uh, and uh, Iron King because I loved their combo moves and I loved that you could. Yeah, you <laughs> kill could do somebody. the like, I'm going to grab you once and not let go and you're dead. Exactly. Like I had my strategy guide there and I. You I'd were look, that guy. Oh, yeah, I was that guy. And you I looked at I put in my quarter and just be like, well, thanks for that. I, I didn't even get to do anything. <laughs> but then they made it so that you could put a stop on. Oh, their, like you can like chain. ungrapple them. Like, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm not sure when that came into play. You know, Tag Team came out, looked great. But actually, you know, all the Tekkens looked dated for the time that they came out. Absolutely. I thought they looked good. The moves were fantastic, much deeper than any other game. But they looked dated for even when they came out. So Virtual Fighter still holds up. Why? Because they tried to make it look like fucking polygons and very simple. Once you try to start skinning it and putting in all these different colors and, and all this other stuff, it just all falls apart. The same goes for Tabal number one and number two. I think they still hold up because it's garage shading. They took their polygons. They can make them circular and tubular. They're not trying to paste bitmaps onto them. They're just using the solid colors of that polygon shape. Going back in time and doing those, you look at Tekken and you're, you're playing on mud. You go back and play the first Virtua Fighter, not Virtua Fighter Plus or Turbo or any of those other ones, or even Virtua Fighter 2, they start looking crappier because you're putting the bitmaps on. But the first one looks like, oh man, I'm fighting robots with robots. Blew my mind as a kid. When I saw it in the arcade and it was like, I think it had like a big thing on there where it was like the first 3D fighting game. Oh my God. I yeah. had dreams about being in that world. I like, remember it said like on the screen too, it said something like over 1000 moves. Like every character has so many moves. You'll never know them all. <laughs> well, yeah, you will. <laughs> you will yeah. eventually. But I remember they, they were touting how many different like punches yeah. and kicks every character had. And Oh yeah. You had two different types of takedowns, two different type of dash moves, two different types of these, two different types of yeah. So, yeah, see, I like the later games in that, though, too. I really like Virtue Fighter 4. Yeah. There was a lot more chaining in that, too, than there had been in uh, Street Fighter and definitely not in Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. up to that point. So th- that's where a lot of the uh, variation came in. Yeah. So when are we going to have a fighting game month? Next month, uh, I think I saw something on a run sheet. Kyle and I might start it off with a, with a punch and kick game. But uh, it's debatable. It's debatable on what it is. Is it a one-on-one fighter or is it a punch-and-kick game? Tune in and find out right after Sportuary. The entire month of Sportuary. We have one more mortuary of sports in January. Here's T.T. Schmookins with this gimmick thingy thing. We shall see. 
Hello, I am Titty Scrootkins. Here is next week's We Talk Games, Video Power Magazine, Arcade Weekly, Arcade Game Audio Clue. Good luck, dudes. What's your clue for uh, the last week of Sportuary's game? I'll go first. Ready? Ram it. Cram it. Jam it. Jam it up your poop shoe. <laughs> it's for all of our Frank Zappa fans up there, out there. It's turned into like the week of fisting. <laughs> it's Captain Toma Day. Oh my. Go. My clue for next week is get your wraparound shades, get your suntan lotion, and cue that song from the homoerotic sequence in Top Gun. <laughs> That's playing with the boys. Thank by you. Kenny Loggins. If you'd like to look that one up. I was told I look like Kenny Loggins. You I can see less, that. You, you have less hair than him. He when I had like my Jesus. beard. I had, when I had my beard, I kind of, but anyway. The beard, oh yeah, the beard definitely gets there. And because you wanted to get foot loose. I always uh, want to get foot loose, Wiggly. Sure. But are you all right? <laughs> Should we not worry about you? Jesus Christ, we went way too long. Okay, everybody. Wait, I need a clue. Oh, you still got a clue? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. All right, my clue for next week is uh, dude the dog snagged our bee <laughs> that's it okay i don't know it <laughs> let's do our movie tagline Ooh. if newman athletics was a movie what would its tagline be just like if you watch that movie pixels you will believe a video game is a movie <laughs> i don't know What's a pixel you tag? will believe this man is the creator of Pac-Man. Oh, yeah! But he's not. He's not. <laughs> you believe Adam Sandler, that lucky fucking dickhead, can make any type of movie he wants and go fuck himself. He's that little guy with the black eye on remote control, and that's the only time he was ever funny, and the end. He was in that? He was the tough guy cousin... Not Vinny, cousin somebody yeah. that would come in and he would give a clue and he would. Oh, oh, the show, what the that show. Yeah. What would that thing be? What would that thing be when you do that? And he was great in that. And then when he started doing his sing-songy shit and all his other stupid, uncreative fucking You're shit. You're not an Opera Man fan? Oh God, no. no. Yeah, I, for a second I was mixing that up with Stay Tuned, the uh, the movie uh. with uh, John Ritter and the pedophile. <laughs> okay, I very love good. that movie. I love that movie too, but. What? Scott Scott Ritter and Ginger Pedophile. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. Ferris Bueller guy. Oh, he's a pedophile? Yeah. Yeah, the, the redhead dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's he sad. got caught with child porn like over 10 years ago now. I yeah. think. Come on, Gary Glitter, knock it off. Yeah, and he still works, though. I mean, the guy still gets work, so. Yeah, he went He went through uh, like rehabilitation or whatever. He's, he's dialed the pedo down. Well, this is not for this show, but that's something that's in you know that's something that's in your brain that's just fucked yeah. gone. You know, it's not like you set out to do this as your life's work. That's something that goes haywire in you. But when people come down on people for this, I mean, they just have a very bad mental disorder. And how do you deal with it? I don't know. Oh, no, I'm just thinking of like Patrick Swayze and Donnie Darko, where his house is burning down. He's just like, my life's work. <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. All right, so... Movie tagline. What's your movie tagline for Newman Athletics? Here's my Newman Athletics. Why isn't my face in a tambourine when I win? <laughs> uh, these taglines could either be funny or make you want to see the movie, so I went for the funny. Yeah. But you need to know the Gary Newman video, where his face is in a tambourine. Oh, blue screened. Okay. It's blue screened in there. I'm not familiar with the video. Go so fucking watch it, idiot. Sorry, is, is, is it Cars? Because that's the only it's video a, I've seen of his. It's Cars. Okay, it's cars. I, mean, I forgot that part. I own every album of his. He made like 90 albums, you know. Oh, yeah, he was a busy you know dude. That. He's fucking revolutionary. And he flies planes and, you know, he gets hair plugs. And the first thing he does is dyes them all blue. <laughs> but he's made some great, like, disco-y type of albums, some really dark things. He's so good. Fantastic musician, still kicking it today, still touring, touring, touring the world. So, what's your movie tagline? Somebody else. Newman Athletics: Go fast or go naked. <laughs> oh, I liked it. I had a hard time with this one, but I'll just go with Newman Athletics: 
brought to you by Newman's Own Dressing. <laughs> Was that sarcastic right there, Milton? <laughs> it could have been. So, uh, how do we do today, Milton? Nicely done. Oh, very good. Taste my eyes. Oh, that's a little kinky. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. There's websites for that. People pay for it, though. Idea. DJ Bionic Bigfoot. All right, everybody. Hey, hey, thanks uh, for listening to the show. Stay tuned for the last Sportuary. Not only talk games. I hope that you dig it. I love Sportuary. Hope that you like us. Bye bye. Spot. It hits the spot. So keep that coffee hot. So keep it hot. I love your coffee pot. I love your pot. So keep that coffee hot. So keep it hot. Just got my pay today. Uh, just today. But I don't plan to stay. Ain't gonna stay. I'm leaving right away. Yeah, right away. Tonight's my night to play. My night to play. I love your coffee pot. I love your pot. So keep that coffee hot got some troubles to lose gonna live down those blues so goodbye bye 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 gonna have me some fun until i see the sun in the sky bye 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 but whatever i do i will come back to you by and by bye 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 so keep that coffee hot Be sure you make a lot Your coffee hits the spot So keep that coffee hot I love your coffee pot So keep that coffee hot